0: Today's episode is sponsored by Rocky's Travel and Life Hacks to make your life a little easier and a little better. Number one, if you can spare it, don't cut corners when it comes to your travel comfort. I've done both, and having paid a wee bit more to have a safe home base and a comfortable trip is way better, and you can believe that. Number two, find time to pack the day before you leave to go home. Number three, on the plane, just sit when we land. You're going to get off, but unless you want to stretch, which I know you can wait to do, because what if we were still in the sky? It's only another five or ten minutes. Wait until about two rows ahead of you are standing, then make your move. The whole debacle of everybody standing at the same time is truly adding five or ten minutes to our exit. Be on the solution side. Number three, check the shower and the bed sheets before leaving your hotel. Number four, if you have garbage in your hand, wait until you reach a garbage can. Throwing your trash in an overflowing trash bin or on the ground next to other garbage just because other garbage is there, that's not who you are. We both know that. Number five, dance. Number six, if you walk into a bar and you don't like the energy of that bar, leave that bar. There's a better one. And number 7, find your people in this life. Don't waste your time with acquaintances who bore you or people who don't get you. Your people are out there waiting and excited to meet you. Time. 4. The rocket. Run. Duh. Welcome to the Rocky Rundown, where you get to learn a little bit about my week! Party God Squad, hello! Did you have a good week? Did you perhaps go to New Orleans and almost lose your voice like me? Well, whether you did or you didn't, you're getting ready to hear all about this trip, so strap in. We gotta start at the airport, because you know if I'm flying, we gonna have a couple obstacles. I packed and I'm a good packer. I also check my bag up to five times before I leave the house because one time at Newark, flying to Chicago, security was rifling through my bag. A lot of pockets, a lot of compartments and I had a knife in there, totally by accident. Not owning the knife, but traveling with it. Security never found it, but I found it when I got to my hotel room in Chicago. So I had to throw the knife in the trash can. Hey TSA! check people's bags better. Thank you. I had no intention or desire to hurt anyone on that plane, but what if I did? But this isn't about a knife fight in the skies of Chicago. This is about New Orleans. God damn it. I'm at security and I get called over by the security guard. What I did have in my bag was three nips of tequila. We going to New Orleans and this flight was bring your own by you. Have you heard of the new TSA federal law? as he held my three precious bevies. Be cool, Powell. Don't let him see you sweat. Nah, I haven't heard of it. Real smooth. If you're gonna bring three bottles of tequila, you gotta bring a fourth. Oh, okay. Mr. Security got jokes. And you know your girl loves jokes. Give me my bag, Don Rickles. I got a wedding to attend. The day before, I called the hotel to see if they could put me and my friends on the same floor. They said we could, and they would. My room upon entering, again, we got problems. Half-eaten pizza box from a previous tenant, some root beer, and a dirty-ass bed. You know me. I don't like to cause a ruckus. So I wait for 30 minutes in Scott and Anthony's room, which their room had bloody fingerprints and a boot stain on the wall as if someone was being dragged out forcefully. They also had a stunning view of the pool. No one comes to clean my room, so I finally go down there and they're apologetic. So apologetic that they upgrade me to a motherfucking King Deluxe suite. So much room for activities. And after all my hard work to keep my friends on the same floor, I ended up on a different floor. Did I need to tell them to adjust my heat three different times cause the shit was set to peak Boca Raton in August? I did. Now the fun can begin. The reason for my NOLA trip was because two of my nearest and dearest besties, Mike and Katie, were getting married. This is incredible because our whole crew got to come down there. Just fucking epic people. My friends are so special, so funny, and man, we had a good time. We made our way to Welcome Cocktails. We got some gifts from Katie and started reviewing the deets for the next few days. But we couldn't stay at Welcome Cocktails for too long because we had plans to go on a ghost tour. Ooh, spooky. I don't want to knock anyone's hustle, so I'm not going to say the name of our tour guide. You can DM me and I'll tell you if you are interested in doing a tour guide then don't don't want to get bamboozled, but I'm not in the biz of putting hardworking people on blast. The only thing scary about this ghost tour is that we paid real human money for it. I couldn't understand this motherfucker. The gang couldn't understand this motherfucker. Jesus Lamb of God wouldn't have been able to understand this motherfucker. He had a case of the wet mouth. You know the type, spitty ass mouth with the responsibility of saying a lot of S words. All he did was speed through his script so he could get back to, I don't know, recording his own voice saying his own name and claiming that it was a ghost in his home. My mans, if you're going to play that recording for us over your cell phone, at least get a Bluetooth speaker. We passed another ghost tour on our walk and the host saw me and said, and that's her, in reference to an old ghost why? Why'd he summon me out of our crowd? Probably on account of my loud outfit and mouth. The second reason might have been divine intervention. It might be the reason that you're listening to this podcast right now. Because then he asked me, do you know any ghost stories? And he let me take the floor. He walked away and turned his back to talk to someone and I said, hello everyone, my name is Rocky Powell and I'm a comedian in New York City. I host the podcast called Wild Nights with Rocky Powell. Perhaps you've heard of it. If not, here's my card. Yes, I did have enough for everyone. The guide turned around and said, hey, are you buskin'? What a quirky word. Buskin. Buskin. Yes, I am. I think. Here's my card. I'll give you a shout out on my podcast. Now that guy's ghost tour was legit. The rest of the night took us to a couple karaoke bars where Natalie and I sang Take Me or Leave Me, and I don't want to say it, but we tore the house down. I said I didn't want to say it. I didn't say I wasn't gonna say it. Then the numbers dwindle. People wanting to conserve their energy for the weekend. People tired from traveling and early wake-up calls, etc., etc. But myself and my friend Sarah, we were ready to party. So where do two good time gals go to have some late night fun in Nolens? The strip club, baby. The two of us sat front row center ready to make it rain. I like strip clubs. And I know why. Entourage. I used to love the TV show Entourage. Being in a strip club makes me feel like I'm in the episode with Seth Green where he keeps calling the guys the we don't drink Jaeger club because they didn't drink Jaeger and he did. And then I didn't drink Jaeger because they didn't drink Jaeger. And then Johnny Drama punches the guy in the face at the strip club while break stuff is playing in the background because he isn't 100% secure in his sexuality. We know this now. Evolution, growth, growing. We didn't know this then. So I'm a party at a strip club. I even got on the poll myself. Not recommended at all by anyone on staff. I'll tell you that much. And I hit my head real hard. Sometimes I'm the turtle of the group. Ended the night with my friends dancing to 90s hip-hop and laughing. Day two was the welcome dinner for everyone and there was dinner, there was drinks, there was laughter, there was merriment. There was an outdoor patio area. And I know what you're thinking. And yes, We did light up a joint in this outdoor patio area. And yes, the manager did come out and tell us to put it out. And yes, she did say something about the building and the 1800s and how it can't handle smoke even though it was outside. And that it's from the 1800s when literally chimney sweep was a job and everything was lit by fire in the 1800s. I think our precious baby angel joint wasn't gonna be sending out any smoke signals tonight. But we put it out because we had to respect the goddamn rules. The next day was the wedding. So we did want to keep it a little more low-key casual. Especially for the bridal party. We had to be at the bridal suite at 8 a.m. And a lot of the guys were asking why. Why so early? And can't you just go in shifts? No, no. No, you can't. It's part of the bonding, it's part of the wedding, it's part of the womanhood. No woman in the history of getting their hair and makeup done for a bridal party has ever wanted to go first. So we gotta ride it out together. And it was so much fun. Katie bought us all these beautiful pink robes to get ready in and we drank mimosas and we danced and we cheered while piling on beds and empty bathtubs. My wish for gals with gal pals who are bridesmaids together. Giggle and pee with the door open and tease each other. It's excellent for your soul and it's a beautiful way to send off your bride bestie with a bang. The next move was to get these kids hitched. These two were so positively gorgeous and stunning that they could have been in a magazine. An Instagram ad for a bridal store. They looked so motherfucking fly that if you bought the frame at the frame store, you'd rip up the picture that you were gonna put in it and keep my people on the mantle. After the I do's, we all, all guests included, went outside to do a second line. No, not that kind of second line, you hack. A parade. We shut down the streets of New Orleans with a live jazz band and danced around in our parade for two entire blocks. We were like that song, Dancing in the Street. Down in New Orleans, we're dancing in the street. Dancing in the street. All we needed was sweet music and we had it. More dancing from a live band inside for the rest of the wedding. They played Lose Yourself, which is what I think was the ultimate peak. Millennials dancing to live band Lose Yourself is a thing of beauty, let me tell you. And at the after party, we were once again told that you can't smoke weed on the patio. NOLA 2, STONER 0. I got into bed. It was a blur of dancing and tequila shots. I was ready to sleep till 11, go to the goodbye brunch, and head to the airport back home. The universe had a different plan for me. I got a phone call at 10.30 a.m. from Scott. I was threat-level corpse and had just put out a wanted ad for the desire to roll over. Give me 30 minutes, Scott. I'll call you right back, I heard my brain say. But the quickness in which I was texted right after signified, this was no ordinary phone call or text. The text said, Hi there. Our flight was canceled. We got the 1 p.m. I called him back and with Scott's impeccable timing, he told me that Tim was on the way at that very moment. And Tim, my dear friend, came with passionate bangs of vigor on my door, confirming the accuracy of our canceled flight news. I, unfortunately, was in no position to open the door for Tim. Me Naked here, sprawled out like Spongebob's best friend, the door locked over there with no connecting string for me to tug on and let my friend into the room. They moved our flight to Monday morning with a layover in Boston. This was not going to fly. Literally. First of all, JetBlue, what are you doing? Second of all, the New Orleans gods had spoken. They wanted Rocky to stay. So I bought a new flight home for 1 p.m. on Sunday and then I extended my room one more night. I succumb to my fate. A Saturday night in one of the greatest cities I've ever known with some of the greatest people I've ever known is heaven on earth. I'm a believer in karma. I'm a big believer in reincarnation. What I subscribe to is heaven, hell, and purgatory. That's your life broken up into moments. Hell is the most painful moments, the agonizing ones. Purgatory, the boring, the mundane, and the monotonous. And heaven is not a care in the world. Bliss, happiness, cheer, love, laughter, good environment, safety. I can feel when I'm having an I'm in heaven moment. Wearing a dick made of balloons as a crown proudly while walking the bourbon street with a tequila soda in my left hand and a group of solid friends on a warm and sunny Saturday night. That's heaven to me. We were making our way down Bourbon Street to get to Frenchman Street where all the live bands were going to be playing. Bourbon Street is loud, parts smell like vomit, and it's a walking cliche. But it's also pretty darn perfect. My friend Alex and her husband, they're not fans. She expressed it to me in a very matter-of-fact way And she's such a high-frequency person. She was going with the group and the flow. But I was aware of how she felt, and I felt a twinge of sadness as the leader of the Party God squad. That this, this would have to change and quickly. We still had quite a bit of Bourbon Street to walk. One of us had to pee, so we stopped in a bar with a couple of older male rock and rollers. Alex shouted out, Play the Dead! Because she loves the Grateful Dead. And immediately, they played the dead for her. Sure, they were playing for all of us in the bar, but really, it was the universe saying, Bourbon Street belongs to you too, Alex, and I'm here to give you this gift. Alex loves Bourbon Street now. We made our way to Frenchman Street, and when we got there, we went to the Frenchman Art Market. We went to a booth called Heartwork Art. The jewelry was exquisite and original. There was a tarot deck, handmade, just ugh. The best booth. It was run by Asa and Stephanie. Big shout out to them. Their slogan is artwork to make your heart work. And we love that. They're just good people, man. At Heartwork Arts on Insta, there's a link to their website. If you happen to stumble into them in your travels, tell them I sent you. And I won't ever forget them. Support their work if you're able to. More shout outs. Melissa, our Uber driver, who had the sweetest laugh I've ever heard. Jai Ron, from Blue Nile, Matt Smith, also from Blue Nile, V from Cooper's, I know I'm missing you. Beautiful singer from the last bar we went to on Saturday night. I am so sorry I forgot your name. You had the most gorgeous Eve haircut and color from her Who's That Girl days. You tore the motherfucking house down. But in my tequila-filled haze, I forgot to write down your name. And if you're listening, please remind me of it by sending me a message. And this right here is an absolute invitation to be a guest on this show. I would be honored. Dancing, hugs, love, laughter closed out my last night in NOLA. Grateful for this trip is an understatement. Mike and Katie, thank you for putting this together and I cannot wait to be by your side as you start your life as husband and wife. I love you both very much. Congratulations banditos. In lieu of Rocky's highest thoughts this week because of the lack of weed consumption and general debauchery, instead I'd like to say something that I'm really thankful for. I would like to say a big thank you to my home. The one that I was away from. The one that I was able to come back to. Homes, when you build yourself a safe and comfortable one, are the best things you could arrive back to. Sometimes home is a place, and sometimes home is a person. If you're truly blessed in this life, it's both. When the fun is over, or even when you're living through the not-so-fun, if you have one of those two things, just get yourself home. Go where you're watered. Surround yourself with people who will water you. If you think of yourself as a plant, plants that are cared for with love and sunshine, they grow and they flourish and they provide the world with beauty. There's no reason to be somewhere where you aren't being loved and watered. Not when you have a home. My guest this week is the talented beyond belief, hysterical beyond measure, comedy god, Dylan Adler. Is Dylan a Kate Hudson movie? Because my guy is almost famous and his wild word was drag queen. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Wild Nights with Rocky and on Twitter at Wild Nights Pod. If you want to watch extended interviews with all of my guests, you can also subscribe on YouTube. And if you want to support the Wild Nights family with your wallets, you can join my Patreon for two or five dollars a month so I can go back to New Orleans and provide you more content, baby. A big thank you to everyone who's written a review on Apple Podcasts and a big thank you to everyone who's going to write one after this episode is over. It really does make a difference. And now, please enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Dylan Adler. Dylan welcome thank you for doing the podcast
1: thank you so much for having me Rocky I'm very happy to be here
0: I'm very happy to have you here this is a really great way to spend a Saturday afternoon you are mm. just such a delight on the internet and I feel like we've been like weaving I think we have a lot of mutual friends here yes and there.
1: we do we do yeah. right
0: and so I feel like we've been two ships passing in the night and so I was like you know what I'm about to crash into his ship
1: crash that ship I'm so happy you did. <laughs> Did it. We do have a lot of mutuals. So I'm
0: I'm glad to finally meet you. Actually, my brother said he worked with you on a project. Howard Powell, does that ring a bell at all?
1: Oh, I think so. It might have been like a film. A film. Yeah, Yeah. something like
0: that. He said, Dylan, like get Dylan on your podcast. And I was like, Yeah, I have seen him. I started like watching more of your stuff, and I was like, Oh my god, my heart. I'm in love. I'm in love. So
1: um (laughs) thank you. Thank you. He
0: especially wanted me to tell you that he loved your Super Bowl song.
1: Oh my God, that's so nice. I appreciate that.
0: Yes, and uh, Super Bowl usually that usually falls on a Sunday. Uh, Mm -hmm. Usually, you can find me on a Sunday at my neighborhood drag brunch spot.
1: Yes, yes. Yes.
0: But drag queen was your wild word.
1: Drag queen was my wild word to get me into the crazy ass story.
0: So Um, let's hear it.
1: I'll just get into it. I'll just get into it. Um, I want to take the viewers back to. 2019 Mm -hmm. ariana grande's new album was top of the charts it was christmas break um yeah it was uh, like basically my whole internal soundtrack was like thank you next Next. you know that was top of the charts
0: i have to say Um, with that album it's a front to backer for sure i think it
1: is it is ghosting
0: i can skip but everything else it's a front to backer for me
1: it's a really really good album yeah that is a really great album I was home for Christmas break Mm -hmm. and I was with my brother. I have an identical gay twin brother. um, That's iconic. I know. Where's the pilot? Right?
0: Um, <laughs> Hello. Uh,
1: pilot. Um, but um. I was I, actually uh,
0: gonna ask if you were identical or fraternal.
1: We're identical, and we're also both gay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I people don't think that's real. People think I'm, but it's unfortunately real.
0: That's so and fun.
1: It's fun. I, he's honestly my best friend. I yeah, I good. I Call him every day. Good. So we were home for Christmas break, and for Christmas we were staying in. We lived near San Francisco. Mm -hmm. But we thought maybe we'd do a fun thing. We stay the night in San Francisco. So that's what we did. We stayed the night in the San Francisco in the city. And at night, me and my gay twin were like, (laughs) like when the parents and Sister we were like, we should go to a gay bar. We should go to a gay club. So we decide to get a car to a gay club. And at the gay club, it was a fun time. It was me and my brother at this club. And I was kind of striking out. I wasn't, I wasn't okay. getting any. I was like drinking Long Island iced teas. I'd say by 1am, I was three Long Island iced teas in. I, I no longer drink. And this story is partly why.
0: I was going to ask, is <laughs> um, Long Island iced tea, is at the norm or not anymore?
1: Not anymore. But Got it. when I was going out and I just wanted to get fucked up, that was my drink of choice. Got like, it. I would just go for Long Island iced teas. And so... I was not having a good time. And then I turn and I see my twin brother is mm-hmm. getting lifted up by someone and, like, making out with someone. And I was like, oh, my God, I am not having a good time. <laughs> so I storm over to him and I'm like, Max, let's go. Yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. was like, no, I'm gonna having a good time. I was very angry. I, like, by, like, the end of the night, I did finally like meet someone and then there was a little sparks and then at the end it was like okay max let's go i'm hey, out of yeah, here yeah. It like took him 10, he, he was like saying his goodbyes and getting a number. He walked outside. I was like, I was kind of like a, an angry drunk. So mm-hmm. I was like, Max, you're paying for the Uber, bitch. Yeah. And he was like, I feel like you always get angry at me and I always have a good time. And I, we started to get into an argument and uh-huh. then we got into the Uber and then we were crying in the Uber because of this argument. Mm-hmm. And it was a little contentious. And then we got back to the place we were staying. Then, like, we fought, but then, like, we solved it immediately. Like, if this is the thing with siblings, but, like, we fight, like, incredibly intensely, say horrible things. Right. And then, like, the next minute, it's chill. Like, we're okay.
0: Yes. With siblings, it's tough to do that kind of stuff, especially, I feel like maybe you agree, like, as you get older, you're like, ooh, words can be, like, super vicious. But it is, like, the safe space to be your absolute craziest self because they literally know you as...
1: Exactly. Like, I feel like Max tangent, like through my life is like the only person I was able to like be angry at and like him with me too. We couldn't like talk back to our parents. Right, right, right. Talk back to authorities. We could be absolute, like to each other. And then like, then we like made up and it was chill. And then I was like extremely drunk and saying Mm -hmm. shit that did not make sense. Yeah. Throwing up in the bathroom. And then he thought, Ooh, maybe the help I'll give him an edible. Okay. So he gave me an edible. Oh my God, wait. I was just remembering like when I was throwing up, I think he recorded a voice memo of it. You know when like you do the thing in it and it's like not the thing, but it's like in it. I I forget. I was really trying to make a point, but I- No points were made. No points were made. (laughs) He gave me the edible. I pass out and it's like 4 a.m. We wake up at 8 a.m. because my mom booked a drag brunch for us, a Christmas-themed drag brunch. We love to Which see it. Very nice. Yoshiko is an ally. She's very much like rolling with the gays. She loved, you know, she booked us a drag brunch. Uh-huh. We go to the drag brunch. At the drag brunch, I can already feel like myself dissociating a little mm. bit outside of my body. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I We get to the venue and like you can get food beforehand. And at the place, I start to realize, oh my God, I... I'm losing my sight.
0: Whoa. I'm losing
1: my sight. And then all of a sudden I'm losing my hearing. All I could hear was like people were whispering to me but like, in my face like Dylan are you okay? Like what's going yeah, on? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, muffled almost.
1: Muffled and then I saw all I saw was TV static. It was the world I could see the world as it was but it was like all I saw were like shadowy TV static images of my family around me.
0: Right, right.
1: It was So it was a whole crazy. family
0: affair. Your mom
1: booked it. My mom booked it. My whole family was there. It was a lot of different families there. It was like at a hotel where this drag brunch happened. So I was like dissociating and I was like, dad should i go to the hospital like Mm -hmm. what was going on and he's like no i think you're fine i think you're fine yeah and then like (laughs) we had to admit like yeah we got really drunk last night and like gave dylan an edible to like tell him like my dad was going on my dad's a doctor and he was like no you'll probably be fine and we were like okay "Okay."
0: there was a doctor Um, in the house so you had a a doctor in the house
1: there was a doctor in the house he's a doctor but weirdly he's like no you're chill you're like just rest
0: he's like (laughs) bitch it's my day off <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. When it's like, are you sure? Like, yeah. I'm really like bleeding or something. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. anyway, suddenly like my hearing began to like slowly come back and my sight began to come back and like emotions were all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Right at that moment, the brunch started and the drag right. queens came out. Bop, bop, bop. There's no business like show business. The host Donna Sachet, started out with her opening number. She was doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, drag queens they do crowd work they're really good at crowd work and then she got up she saw me and she was like what's your name dylan and she Uh was like dylan you look crazy dylan and then everyone laughed except my family because they knew what was up. They knew what was up. And I was like, oh my God, kill me now. Yeah. But then the show continued and it was a really, it was a fun show. And like every, you know, like the vibes were good. And then at the end, even though um, that drag queen roasted me, we took a picture with them and it was okay. now I laugh about it, about that story, like about how crazy it was. But it's like (laughs) that I, I would, I would consider that to be like a, wild night oh you know, it and certainly morning. was oh yeah. my
0: goodness so your family when you told them that you all like the two of you the night before had gotten super drunk took the edible yes. were they chill or were they like I can't believe my babies would do this
1: no they were they were chill they were like okay that's what it is. My mom is actually, my mom is like a cool mom. She drank in high school and like uh-huh. really partied. And yeah. like she thought we would. And like in high school, she would be like, Dylan, if you're ever at a high school party and you're drunk, call me. I will drive you home. And I'm like, you're Mom, safe. I. Yeah. I hang out with theater virgins and we just play charades. You have nothing to worry about.
0: Wow. Wow. So she
1: was chill. She was chill. Like my dad was like, a, I think he didn't like that we went out and drank and did weed.
0: Right. <laughs> did he, weed.
1: <laughs> and did a weed. He was more like, okay, this is the situation how it is. We have yes. to just manage it. And
0: we trust them.
1: Yes. 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 Exactly. There was a lot of trust. So
0: with theater kids I always feel like there's two sides of the coin I'm a theater kid myself yeah. you know not to brag but I was 2004's Yenta and Fiddler on the Roof you can just oh my hold god your paws, it's no big Wait, deal
1: 2004 <laughs> yeah where what? In,
0: at West Haven High School that's incredible <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know that's a very competitive theater program in West Haven.
0: It's very competitive. Dee so, Dee Pickles went to my school, so no big deal. Dee Dee
1: Pickles? <laughs> that sounds like a made up name. Dee Dee Pickles.
0: Did you ever watch Rugrats?
1: What? Dee Dee from Rugrats?
0: The mom, Tommy's that, mom.
1: Oh my God. Is it the Butch mom? No, no. Like that's her. A- <laughs> carrot stew to the.
0: No, that was a Betty. Betty.
1: Okay yeah, okay.
0: yeah, that was Betty. Dee Dee was Tommy Pickles' mom, and she was oh my, my high God. school, but she was not auditioning that year because she had already had a career established. Um, That's so amazing. I feel like with theater kids, there's two sides of the coin. There are the charadesy, fun theater kids who are like, let's like reenact a musical. Or there are the kids who are like fucking and sucking, you know?
1: That was not the theater <laughs> kids I hung around. The theater kids I hung around, like, yeah. People are like, theater kids are the craziest and horniest and druggiest. I'm like, the, the group that I <laughs> hung out with, we like all didn't drink until like right. we were 20. <laughs> like it That's was, funny. Yeah. We we hung out. We went, We hung out with a particular crowd, but on they're, they're still our good friends to this day.
0: Yeah, I know. That, I feel like theater friends, they stay for a long time. And then did you go to college for theater as well?
1: I went for music composition. So like kind oh. of adjacent, kind of adjacent. Yeah. Well
0: that's good because I you write so many first of all you write your own songs but you also write a lot of very funny parodies.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, your parodies. I off. thank you. I am happy that somehow in my what I do now I'm able to like incorporate what I went to many years of school for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have
0: a particular process with how you're like, okay, I'm going to write a song or does stuff just come to you and you just say, okay, now I can build from there.
1: With a comedy song? Yeah. Yeah, I guess usually for a comedy song, it'll usually start out as like a premise of like, I want to write a song about this, about this experience, about like this, what I'm feeling right now. And so I'll start like... Fucking around on the piano and feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, what's like funny music to juxtapose this, these lyrics and this right. feeling and like kind of play around with that. And then like when I was in New York, I would like go to mics or shows and like mm-hmm. with a piano and like try it out. If it like hit, then I would keep trying and like building on the song and adding verses. And then yeah. like basically the melody and lyrics stayed, would stay for the most part the same mostly what would change are the lyrics so I right. like try to workshop lyrics and see what hits and what doesn't and if something hits more and I like it then I'll keep it and if it's like starting to like kind of tank the song I'll take it out so mm-hmm. that's kind of what it was I also do a lot of like quick hit musical stuff. So I'll like come up with a short thing. If it doesn't work, <laughs> I won't do it again. If it does work, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. I so keep- yeah, I guess that's kind of what the, how I like to come up with musical bits and musical musical song
0: do you have someone in your life when you're trying out new things that you've written that you go to and say is this funny do you, are you laughing or that you just is your tester
1: so I used to show them to my brother because he uh-huh. I know I'll get an honest opinion from him and I learned yeah. he is a bad gauge like because like I will I'll try out things to him and he's like that is fucking great yeah. go and do it and I'm like wait this is bombed and then I'll they'll show him something he's like mm, not my fave and then it'll kill I'm like you are a bad gauge Max <laughs> so I've started to like just go out and like you know what fuck it I'll just try it mm-hmm. see how it goes also I have a roommate who's also a comic sometimes mm-hmm. I'll run things by him and he'll like think of things tags or things to add to it too so I think that's kind of how I go about it that's yeah.
0: awesome that's awesome yeah you can always get that honesty from your sibling but your brother does not do comedy right he
1: doesn't he doesn't, doesn't. But he's he I get that honesty he's yeah he you need honest. that I need that it, it, it is good to have that it's like he, he he'll never bullshit me
0: of course of course yeah. and now what do you have coming up that you're really excited about
1: coming up I have a solo show in New York that I'm doing April 15 uh-huh.
0: oh my goodness that's so so soon that's a Friday night right
1: Friday night at the yeah. caveat 9 30 link to ticks on my insta bio if you're yes. interested um yeah that's something I'm really excited about because I normally do very short sets and I really want to try to build a cohesive narrative kind of hour mm-hmm. and like it's kind of like a workshop a little bit too Great. and I'm I'm really excited to do
0: it well, I don't have my planner right in front of me, but if I'm free on that Friday night, which I think I'm I actually may be, I would love to come down and watch you. That sounds like an amazing time. if you're
1: if you're free, I'll totally comp you.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. I yes, would l- yes. let me look. I will let you know after we record. Yes. I would ask. I love caveat and I just would love to see you live. The
1: caveat is one of my favorites. I love the fucking yeah
0: let's make that happen because that sounds that sounds great the only thing that would i think i would have going on is maybe i have an improv show but if i don't i will i will be there 100 percent, dylan this is great how exciting
1: yeah 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 i'm like sorry to like shamelessly no please that's what you're here for yes exactly you're right you know what i
0: mean like we are here to keep spreading the good word and the good word is dylan
1: can you write that
0: down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have a title for your uh your show yet?
1: No, but it's gonna be, I'm here to spread the good word. And the good word <laughs> is Dylan.
0: Amen, baby. Amen. Um, now, okay, Dylan, where but... can where can everybody follow you, find you, check out your stuff?
1: Yes, yes. You can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Adler underscore, on Twitter at Dylan Adler6, and on TikTok at Dylan Adler7 so you know it's basically a bunch of teenagers from aspen colorado took my hand the handle before i could get it so that's why it's like that and if the link to the ticks to my solo show is in my instagram bio
0: i'll leave it in the link to the episode as well so our friends in new york can come out and support you dylan that was a wild night story you are a wild. wonderful energy person um and i've thank loved you. having you on i look forward to oh, let's fingers cross. i can make that show because i look forward to meeting you in person and if not then yes. some other time in the future
1: absolutely that that'd be so much fun that'd be so dope
0: so much fun dylan this was so awesome thank you thank you thank you for doing the show thank and we'll you. talk soon okay
1: thank you for having me talk soon
0: absolutely bye <laughs>